The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. You're now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, health heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, health heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. Today in the house, I've got a lady named Kate Kunkel, and she uh, works, her company's called Brain Health Matters, and um, it's really a big topic because um the last time i checked everybody listening has a brain (laughs) i hope i hope you got a brain if you don't uh, i have no idea how you're listening to this or how you got here um but we please send us an email to support at chemicalfreebody.com because we like to find out how you're doing it um but um you know i was really excited uh kate actually found us um i had um uh, craig goldberg on uh with in harmony and talking about vibroacoustic sound therapy, he developed a whole business around this. I have one of his meditation cushions. I freaking love this thing. It makes meditation so fun. So just just saying, like, uh, I actually need to pull this up because this is kind of important. Um, if you guys, have, if anybody out there is thought about doing meditation, silence, silent practice or whatever you want to call it, and you've been struggling. I know I struggled for quite a few years in the beginning trying to figure out how to meditate. But I'm like, dang it, everybody that I meet that's really successful in life, and what I mean by that is that they wake up and they're happy every day. They have a pleasant life. They have the right people in their life. They they uh, respond differently to things than most people out there. They don't have a lot of stress in their life. They're just happy people. That's what I mean by success. That is definitely the the card of success. Well, I ran into Craig Goldberg. His episode I just recorded not too long ago, 173, using sound frequency to reduce stress and heal. So important. And I go listen to that one. And we're big proponents of those meditation cushions. He's also got like, like tables and other devices. Go check it out. I'm pretty sure he's got us set up on an affiliate deal. So uh, when you go over there, use the code health hero, and hopefully you'll get a discount. I'm pretty sure we did it because, and that's the code we use for like everything. So if I, if you ever, if I ever send you somewhere, always just try that code Health Hero because it'll probably, uh, or it, it could save you a couple extra bucks. Um, I know on the mattress deal, not only does it uh, uh, over at Organics Beds, not only does it save you like ten percent on your mattress, um, but you get like free sheets, like free organic sheets and free delivery and white glove service. And they'll actually take away your ma- old mattress if you want them to, which is pretty cool. So yeah, make sure you use the code Health Hero when I any time I send you somewhere. So yeah, Craig Goldberg. Um, him and I had a really great uh, podcast. Um, I love, I got his stuff. He got on our products. He's now promoting our products, especially our green product, green 85. He loves it. And um, after the episode got launched uh, a couple of few weeks ago, he sent it out to his entire list. Like, Hey, I was on this podcast and he promoted it like front center stage on an email out to his list of clients and, and contacts. And, and Kate happened to be one of those people. Kate is actually the lady that actually taught Craig uh, vibroacoustic therapy. She's actually a practitioner, and she teaches a practitioner certification course. So I'm actually interested in this vibroacoustic therapy course myself. I want to become a, a practitioner and get certified. That'd be really cool. 
So anyway, that's how Kate found us. Here she is, Kate Conkle. Kate, thanks for being here. Pleasure. I'm excited to share all that cool stuff about your brain with you. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. So um, I know if you uh, – Craig's like pretty lit up as a human being, you know what I mean? So I've, I felt a really kindred spirit with him, and um, and I sent him a picture of – I was it was like 4th of July, and um, <laughs> it, was, it was literally a picture of this – of this kid, like back in the seventies, he had kind of a bowl haircut and he had no shirt on with some little white cotton shorts. And he had a cigarette in his mouth and a, a Miller light beer in his hand. And it was a, it was a meme. And it said, and then I told that it was a 4th of July meme that I sent out to my friends. Cause I'm a redneck. I'm from Eastern Oregon. Right. Originally that was my background. And it said, and so I told that old teach, teaching lady, only crayon colors I need are red, white, and blue. <laughs> so I, you know, so I, I, I sent that out. I can't remember if I sent that to Craig or not, but then right after, yeah, then right after that, I sent Craig, like, yeah, I sent that to him. And then the next picture was me, you know, setting on his vibroacoustical mat or uh, cushion, cushion, you know, you know, in, 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 um, uh, you know, sitting there on the cushion, you know, in like, uh, Lotus in pose? yeah, in Lotus pose. And um, I said, what a transition I've made, you know, because it was kind of funny because I said, this is me when I was younger, you know. And so, yeah, so there's a lot of people, a lot of our followers um, actually found me in other podcasts. I know a lot of them are, you know, people like me. They were kind of redneck or kind of like egotistical guys and stuff like that. But we're starting to make breakthroughs. And I know there's other people on here that are, you know, yoga yogis and 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 a lot of we have a lot of women on here that are taking care of the family and that kind of stuff. We have a really mixed group, but everybody on here is pretty lit up. We're all trying to improve our health. That's why people come to the show. And um, you know, brain health is like so important, you know, because it's like if you if your brain isn't working properly, it's really hard to, you know, get through the day and function and do the things you want to do, let alone follow your excitement, your joy, and your passion, stand up for truth and freedom and health in this country and around the world for the working class people. So Really glad to have you on today. And what I'd like to do is like, you know, I don't know if you started out as the brain health matters lady, but what was it like for Kate growing up? Did you, uh, did you, how did you get here? Like, I'm sure you had some <laughs> transformational story. Yeah, I, I grew up in Southern Ontario, Canada in tobacco country. So when you said about tobacco, about cigarettes, it kind of made me chuckle because I grew up with, you know, working in the tobacco fields. Very, um, I guess you'd almost call it like, poor sharecropper kind of country. Um, so I grew up that way. Um, for, uh, fortunately, my family was very ambitious. So they made sure I got a really good education. And I started out actually as a paralegal of all things in the legal business. But um, I veered away from that pretty quickly and became I'm a harpist as well. So I became an author and a harpist. Yeah, I saw, and... I saw I, hold on. I saw that. Like, there's not a lot, I don't know, but I don't think there's a lot of harpists out there. Somebody who's a professional playing a harp and on one of her websites, katekunkel.com, you can just check her out there. But the, the main site we'll give you later, it'll be in the, in the show notes and stuff, but there's a picture of you playing the harp and those things are like, they're huge. They have to be and very, heavy. very heavy and very, very <laughs> expensive, but oh my God, they're beautiful. Like they're, they're, they're amazing. So how did you, how did you learn how to be a harpist? Oh, you want the real story? Yep. The real true story. Okay. So I, 
had a business in Palm Springs, California, and I was not a happy camper. I was really miserable. When you talked about people looking for their joy, I certainly hadn't found mine. That was back in 92. And I, I was um, pretty desperate. And I almost drove over a bridge one night. And I got to my house after I shook myself out of that state. I got to my house and I, as I was going to sleep, I sort of said a prayer. I'm not much of a praying person, but I said a prayer that night. I said, if there's anybody out there, you got to help me find out what I'm supposed to be doing in life because I knew it wasn't a paralegal and I knew it wasn't the business I was in. So please help me find that night. I had a dream. I was a har I was playing a harp, a big, beautiful harp. I can feel even today, 30 years later, how I felt playing that harp in that dream. When I woke up in the morning, I said to my then husband, I have to get a harp. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, okay. So I certainly couldn't afford one of those big harps because they're like 20 grand. But I was able to get a little folk harp. And I got my hands on that folk harp. And one year to the day later, I closed my business in Palm Springs. And he and I drove to Las Vegas on a wing and a prayer. And I began my career as a harpist. And it was, it was not easy. But one year from the day we got there, we got to the Excalibur Hotel and Casino. And we played there for many years as a, a duo. He played guitar. And while I was there, that's when I got learning about the healing power of the heart. Well, you, you because, went all in. Oh, yeah. I do everything all in. <laughs> I mean, two years later, you're playing at the Excalibur Hotel. Like, like so that's, that's pretty, you must have been playing like you were playing every day then. You played every yeah. day. You practiced oh, yeah, I played every day. But I was also like when I was a kid, I took piano lessons. My mom wanted to pull us out of where we were, you know, so she made sure that my sister and I got every opportunity. And so one of those opportunities was playing piano. So I studied piano when I was a child. I, I didn't do it after I graduated from the conservatory. But I, so I had that background. So it wasn't like I had to learn music i just had yeah. to learn how to play the harp so yeah and we played there and, and since then i've been playing harp i do therapeutic harp i played in las vegas i've done all sorts of cool stuff with the harp but i knew that was my destiny that dream sent me on the path of playing the harp which set me on the path of healing music which set me on the path of sound therapy and now and the reason i got into brain health is because my mom was diagnosed with dementia 12 years ago and i just knew that i could help her if i could just figure out why this has happened well i did figure out why it had happened but by the time i figured it out because i didn't take all the courses that i have now i didn't have all that information then but i figured out how to help others it was too late for her she ultimately died with dementia but um that's a rough one too i've i've lived with people like for two years i lived and helped caretake a little bit on that and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I mean, they just, they want to go outside. They want to run off, you know, they're like little kids then. And then the, the emotional outbreaks and, and just like, you know, it's kind of like at one point it, it's kind of be funny, but the other time it's like, well, Hey, uh, what, what time is it? And then it's like, it's 1205. Okay. 10 seconds later. Hey, uh, what time is it? And this thing can, it can get in the cycles and repeat, you know, yeah. and it's just like, man, people don't realize what's going on. And like, I remember in 2011, I think I read that like 20, 
5% of baby boomers were getting dementia, Alzheimer's and memory loss. And just a couple of years later, it was like up to 28% growing. I, 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 you know, it's gotta be higher than that. Now we're probably up in the 30 plus percent ranges. So a third of people probably at least or more are going to deal with this. So this is like, this is like full-time care, crazy expensive and good luck trying yes. to find somebody to come in and watch them because these, they come in and you think you got a good one and then they're gone. And then that, then this person doesn't even pay attention to them. They're on their phone or it, it's really yeah. hard to get help. It's really hard to get help. And somebody that really yeah. understands how to take care of them and engage them. And even when we took mom, I mean, ultimately she had to go to a nursing home in Ontario, Canada. And she, <laughs> um, they, I went to visit her because I was living here in Ecuador already by the time she was um, in, put in there. And I went to see her and there were bruises on her shoulder. I went <laughs> totally ape that somebody had actually handled my mother like that so it is it is really a hard situation because they yeah. can't even verbalize you know but she was so far advanced by then that she couldn't really verbalize what had happened or anything so yeah the family really has to be on top of it every minute and i can tell you from seeing so many folks there in the facility she was originally in that a lot of people never go see their family members when they're like that because they don't know what to do they don't know how to handle it. They they can't handle the loss, the little losing of someone piece by piece. And that's what got me so passionate about brain health because I didn't want to see anybody else suffer like that. Not them. I don't want them to de deteriorate like that. And I don't want their families to go through what my sister and I went through. Nobody should have to deal with that. And nobody has to deal with that. That's the message I always try to get across. Nobody has to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I can't even imagine like, putting your my mom in one of those places and then showing up and seeing her all bruised up or like I I've had I mean I've talked to like so many clients and um they go to this one lady said she went to see her dad and her dad was late laying in shit and pissed just oh. and then she found him and she's like well obviously this isn't an isolated thing it's like how how long has he been laying in this and like so then she comes unglued and then they kind of take care of things but then she leaves and then like who's really watching you know spooky all right so i can see where your passion comes from then because of the, the deal with your mom um so then uh was there anything else i mean you were i kind of deviated you into the harp thing because it's like <laughs> i think it's just cool like not a lot of people play the harp That's but the cool. harp well the, it led me to everything else really because I, I i was i was a paralegal and a writer and i was working in hollywood and so all that stuff had me completely away from what my I ultimately believe that my heart's work was was meant to be here. But I had to find the heart to do that. And I think that's an important thing for anybody, you know, when you when you are given a, a message, wherever that comes from, you got to follow it and see what happens. Because I, I think if you don't, then you may for the rest of your life kind of think, oh, what would have happened if I would have done that? And so yeah. I'm really glad, like you said, I went all in. Absolutely, I went all in because I believe that's the only way that we can really do anything is all in, like you did with your business, right? You go all in, you make it the best product that you can make. That's what we do if we really care. Yeah. And so I got so passionate about that. And and having mom, when, when mom was diagnosed that way, I really saw, okay, this is where this path has led me. This is why all these steps had to take place for me to be here in this time so that I would know one, how to research, which I got from being a paralegal, two, how to work with people's energies and three, how to actually dig in there and, and be of service. Very interesting. And for the listeners, 
you know, you guys know that I talk about this all the time, how important is like when you feel excitement and joy, and it doesn't have to come in the form of a dream, which it can, but the bottom line was, is when Kate woke up, she got very excited about that dream and she started following that excitement. And my belief is that that is how God communicates to us through excitement and joy. So when you feel like that thread of excitement or that feeling of joy, that's what you need to go act on. And you can't have an outcome. You just have to go act on the excitement to the best of your ability because you don't know if that's going to be the end all be all. So Kate, perfect example, got excited about the harp, acted on it, became a harpist, which led her into more sound and frequency healing because of her mom's story. And then, you know, even though when you were back as a paralegal, like you said, it gave you the skill sets to do research, right? So now you threw, you had this toolkit coming that you brought with you, uh, which led you to basically helping other people to heal their brain. And now you're actually certifying other people in vibroacoustic sound therapy to get out there and help even more people because and, and your course was actually very affordable too. So that, that could be something that could be very good um, for people to get certified if like they see their mom or dad starting to get dementia or they just don't want to have it themselves as an example. Oh yeah. Right? I mean, that's one big, it's an important tool. Vibroacoustics is a very important tool. And in fact, did you know that there is research out there They've done studies. Um, there's a Dr. Lee Bartel in Toronto, Canada, who has done research, and there are a few others who have used 40 hertz, which is our base frequency for vibroacoustic therapy. And they've been able to, with, with under certain circumstances, inspire neurite growth. They can actually see neurites growing. Dr. Bartel's research shows that you can... Um, stall and actually reverse some of the symptoms of Alzheimer's just with vibroacoustic therapy. Now you have to do much more to make it last, right? You have to change right. your diet. You have to do all those other things, get good sleep, make sure your teeth aren't rotten, have good hearing. Right, right, right. But you can actually use vibroacoustics not only for Alzheimer's, but also Parkinson's disease. I treated a lot of people with Parkinson's when I was in Toronto. And I can tell you that the change in people's, like the, the, the sound of this, in, in that case, it's a different frequency, but we can actually interrupt the frequency of the, the tremors. So they can be without tremors. Their gait becomes more steady. They're, they're, they don't shuffle so much. It's, it's amazing what we can do with sound. Sometimes with music, with Alzheimer's clients, you often need music because it helps them be centered in Parkinson's when they're a little bit more advanced. They need music because it's, you know, to help with the anxiety. Yeah. But yeah, it's amazing what we can do with it. So we talked earlier and my conclusion was, you know, uh, I, originally, I thought all this stuff was all woo-woo bullshit. And then, <laughs> you know, one thing to the next to the next. And I just kept opening my heart and my mind. And I kept trying things and I kept getting results. And then I thought Reiki was BS. And then I found out through an experience that Reiki, I, like this lady was like, it blew my mind how how she, w what she knew without knowing anything. And then and there was no way she could have not, she could have known what I had been through to have the just it was a story I've told many times on this about um, this uh, massage therapist Reiki gal and like I just walked into a room and she's like what happened to you and like I had a I just had a major profound thing happen in my life I had a breakthrough I had a major emotional release at Hippocrates Health or at the wellness center there and um, and she basically told me that she couldn't work on me I, I, so that's why I was the last person at the end of the day because when she was done working on me she was exhausted 
But that day she was able to work on me because I had released all that toxic emotions frequency out of my body. And if you look at on a physics level, biochemical level, like you're, you're made up of on the micro level, atoms, electrons, right? So there's spinning and there's frequency, everything and everything you see on this planet has a, a vibrational frequency. frequency or, or input to it. Everything's at a different frequency, right? Even, you know, yeah, Hey, you want to change the channel? It's a different frequency radio. You change the frequency. Think about sadness versus happiness. Those are different frequencies. Everything is frequency. So I really, you know, and then there was the Bach flower remedies, you know, that's frequency mm. medicine. And then I don't know if you yep. know these little deals, oh, seen these things. tuning forks. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I have one. So I used it because my neck started hurting when I, when I originally started playing guitar, I wasn't used to it and I wasn't like setting up properly. This, the, this really helped me. This tuning fork really helped me. I just like hit it and I'd put it on there and just keep doing it over and over again. It was pretty amazing. And so, so you're doing vibroacoustic therapy right there. Oh, well, I'm certified. <laughs> <laughs> you, when you put that right against your spine like that, that's a yeah. form of vibroacoustic therapy because the very definition is that you're applying sound directly to the body. Oh, okay, cool. Well, there, there you go. I, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I, I yeah, my point is, is like, is that like this stuff, it's, it's just, it's not woo woo. If you just take a moment and you open your heart and your mind to it a little bit, you'll see it's just like, oh, yeah, it makes sense. And, you know, and then there was the Rife machine and all these other things. And I was actually talking to Dr. Shiva, um, who we just just had on the show recently. Uh, he's one of the top computer science minds in the world. He's one of the top bio uh, biological engineers in the world. He's got four degrees from MIT. Uh, he's one of the top immune system experts in the world. <laughs> I don't know what that guy's not top. And it's amazing, dude. And uh, he he basically said the same thing. He said, uh, you know, sound sound healing is the future. Like so, and I, I just want people to understand. Like this episode is a very profound episode. Just don't think it's like, oh, I got this gal that played the harp and she's a sound therapist and a brain health coach. It's like sound therapy is where we're headed. Okay, this is this is how we're gonna help people heal. And the beautiful thing is, is like. Kate, how many side effects are there from, from this? <laughs> oh, oh, you might feel more energetic and you might, you, know, <laughs> you might be happier. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, cool. We'll take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get a little bit more deeper into sound therapy. When we return, we'll be right back. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years all across India and Southeast Asia and is one of the best anti-inflammatory compounds on earth. Now you can get these incredible benefits with the new chemical-free body Turmeric 100 Liquid Drops. This ethically sourced breakthrough solution helps against inflammation and pain. Turmeric 100 is made with the same chemical-free body promise. No stimulants, 100% organic, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with our sound therapy, acoustic, vibrational guest, Kate Kunkel. Brain health matters. So was there anything else in your childhood that you wanted to cover? I mean, I, I, don't, I feel like there was, was there anything else in your story coming into this before we get into what you're doing today or how you got we pretty to the... well covered it pretty well okay. covered it. Yeah. Okay. okay I mean, cool. music has been a part of my life since the beginning and it helped me get, you know, I mean, you listen to music when you're a teenager, 
it brings back memories. It inspires you. It makes you a romantic or it makes you settle down when you're angry. So music is such a huge thing for everybody. And it certainly was for me. For me, I would go to the piano and pound away at something when I was a little bit upset or frustrated. And that really helped. And I, I highly recommend that to everybody. If you can, even if all you can play is a thumb drum, even if all you can play is your hands slapping your, your thighs to make a beat. If we can make music, if we can make rhythm, then we can chill. We can get into a space that is not so stressful. And I think that's one of the main things I like to bring out about, about what I do all the way around is we need to have tools that we can use to chill to reduce our stress, because that is endemic in our society. And before we can even make good decisions about our brain or our health or anything, we have to clear that meditation is one way, learning or playing music, mindfully listening to music is another way. When we actually focus on listening to a piece of music, especially if it's like a classical piece, and we're listening to a specific instrument in that piece of music, in that arrangement, we're doing the same thing for our brains as if you were playing that instrument because you're making all of the parts of your brain involved. I love recommending people watch uh, an orchestra or a, a chamber orchestra on um, YouTube and watch how one of the uh, musicians plays follow along and almost put yourself in the place of that musician and you can actually do the same thing for your brain as you would do if you were playing say the cello because it's it, it's getting all of those parts of your brain involved in something it's amazing just by thinking about it you can get the benefits of playing an instrument so yeah that's a big part of my background was of course music and i've used it all these 65 years <laughs> well that's that's like i mean that just shows right there i mean i don't know anybody that doesn't like music um everybody exactly. has likes some type of music and the reason what is music it's frequency right your body is frequency music is frequency Everything is frequency. And this is why sound frequency is part of not only healing, but we could actually use it for educational purposes as well. I was actually, I don't Absolutely. know if you, if you remember this, we'll get back to the sound healing part of things, but um, I was listening to um, some information about the Atlanteans and how the Atlantean drum beats and what they would do is they would do these drum beats and then they would, they would get really close and then they would sync them. They would sync the drum beats with the people's heartbeats the same speed and they would do that for a while and get a nice sync going then they would slowly slow down the drum beats and what would happen is those people's heartbeats would go with it it would lockstep mm -hmm. it's just kind of like those those things that go back and metronomes. forth metronomes they, they, they'll they'll and, and clocks they all synchronize it blows people everybody know if, if you haven't seen this like you put a bunch of clocks in the room they're going tick tock tick tock and they're all at different times and speeds you come back in there, I don't know how long a day or something, come back and they're all tick-tocking together. Like, yeah. it's like they harmonize, okay? So there's this harmonize. So the Atlanteans would do these drum beats, harmonize the heartbeat of the human, which is a frequency, doo-doo, it's music, doo-doo. And then they would slow it down and they would get you into a state where you could literally retain everything. And that, that's how they taught. Then they would teach. And so you would actually retain like everything that you learned in one lesson. 
how powerful that might Dude, I'm going to do that. So I actually have that on my drawing board to put that into our course material. So it's it can be used for so many different things. But today we're talking about like, you know, healing and specifically the brain. So you saw the problem with your mom with a dementia. And then, you know, what did you do next? How did you get to where you could help people with their brain? How does that work? Yeah. So So by seeing how it falls apart. I think you have to understand the problem, like, and, and how it falls apart. So basically, the problem is, with dementia, she actually had frontotemporal dementia, not Alzheimer's. But the problem is that the sig signals, the frequencies, aren't getting through. You know, there, there are gaps or there are um, blockages in the brain. So what can we do to help either get around or go through those blockages. Of course, diet and exercise, you have to change your diet, you have to get rid of sugar, you have to stop smoking, no alcohol, all of those things are really important. But to get started, we can use music and specifically frequencies to to circumvent the blockages. So with mom, vibroacoustics, the little cushion that I had, I had just a, like a portable cushion. It was BTS 2000. I got her on that and she could at least for that time engage with us and, you know, talk to us. And we've got, I'm sure you've seen those examples where the gentleman, a, a gentleman in a nursing home who's so far gone, he can't talk really at all. And they put music on headphones from his childhood or his youth. And he starts telling stories about it because it inspires memory. The last thing to go from the hippocampus is music. The last thing, because it's the first thing that we have, right? Mm. So um, they can communicate them because there's a language that they can remember. So using music, specifically music that they remember helps. So I got that from mom and I got with the vibroacoustics with her. Really, it was more important than music because it was things she loved to listen to. And that's the case with many uh, clients with dementia or Alzheimer's. Then you have to figure out, okay, so what can we do to enhance the the breakthroughs we have or to make them stick. Usually it's a matter of, of doing it often. So like with mom, it, I wasn't there all the time then as she was getting later because I was here in Ecuador. But with other clients, I could see that by having them do these practices, by having them on the system or listening to the music, there would be short, longer periods where they would be with us. So it would stretch out the time that they, they had the benefits. And that works of everything with vibroacoustic therapy and most sound therapies. The more often you do it at the beginning, the longer the periods where it lasts. So like the first day, it might be only a couple of hours. But if you do it every day, then maybe by the time you get to the end of a week, it's going to be by a whole day where the benefits last. Same with pain relief with sound. Same, exact same thing. So that's how developing that protocol for somebody with dementia or, or Parkinson's kind of then I, I but I could see that it wasn't it wasn't going to last because then you have you ha how are they going to do it every day especially if they're you know not around you so yeah. then we have to do the other things that make that stick and that's where we get into the whole diet and exercise and uh, meditation, but of course, they're probably too far gone at that point to really meditate, but they can doodle. You know how powerful doodling is? Mm -hmm. You can learn better if you doodle. Like say you're in a lecture hall, 
and and you're listening doodling because there's a, a connection between this the hand and your your visual and your hearing so you're actually able to recreate the learning because you were doodling like you'll remember a part like you'll look at your doodle and probably what you heard when you were doodling that will come to you it'll be a better memory mm. it's an amazing thing doodling so all of these creative processes so help improve our our connections the connections between the neurons right and that's why ms is such a terrible thing because it destroys the connections it, the myelin sheath the, the plastic coating on the the neurons is destroyed and so the messages don't get through so there are so many things we can do but music for me was the start of fi figuring out what we could do to undo some of the damage but there's so much more of course so since since we're on this dementia topic let's just talk about it because there's I know somebody might be listening and saying like, hey, um, your mom was late stage, but my mom is early stage and there's also moderate. So we have people that are early stage. It's just starting to happen, starting to notice some things, a little forgetfulness. There's the people that are kind of moderate. They're, they're kind of in and out. And then there's the late stage, which is it's a struggle, right? They, they really have a hard it's time really remembering hard. anything. They don't know who they are. Uh, they're scared. There can be uh violent outbursts they can be just very emotional and crying they're just walking all over the place so why don't you walk through each segment and talk sure. about what's possible sure so early stage is really the time i mean even before early stage dementia if you start realizing that you're forgetting where you put your keys or you're not good at telling uh, remembering people's names anymore or you set your glasses down and you can't remember where this is when you need to start and for well, most people i was just going to say there's actually four stages right there's the, well yeah pe 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 early people cognitive are, pe decline pe people people that are healthy then there's early stage moderate and and da -da -da, and then late stage so like i don't want to miss out on the people i don't want people like well i don't have dementia i don't need this Oh, everybody needs it. I'm telling you, the younger you start, if and remember, dementia takes 20 years to develop. 20 years. So if you if you're say you're 40 years now, and you start noticing that there's some mild cognitive decline, then you need to get off your butt and really start working now. So that means you got to clean up your diet it means you got to eat healthy foods and you've got to start using your mind in a purposeful way a mindful way so that includes even how you eat not just what you eat but how you eat don't be reading your don't be playing on your phone don't be watching tv don't be, that when we eat mindfully we get more benefit from the stuff that goes in so that means our brain. Remember, it's all about the gut-brain connection. This is a thing for people who are younger and are just starting to have some problems to remember. Everything that goes on up here in our brain starts in the gut. Everything. If you have an unhealthy gut, and I know you talk about that, if you don't have the, the a healthy microbiome, 
that vagus nerve, the, the super highway that sends the messages from your gut to your brain is not going to work well. The electrical, the, the chemical processes are not going to work well. You're not going to have the proper hormone production. None of that's going to work. And while it may not affect you so much when you're 40, it's going to catch up with you when you're 60, especially if you're starting to have some kind of cognitive issues or you're under a lot of stress. All of those things together. And I don't know too many people these days who aren't under a fair amount of stress. It's the way the planet is right now. Yeah. So, so a really great thing to do is be very mindful. And that's even to when you lock your door. I've heard so many people say, did I lock the door? I don't remember if I locked the door. Did I turn off the iron? Most people have said stuff like that or thought that. So this is a really cool little trick. And I learned this from a memory coach in, in Israel is to use your five senses to remember everything. So when you lock the door, you, you, you're going to feel the key in the lock. You're going to turn it. You're going to hear it. You're, you're probably going to smell things around you that are in the air when you're doing that. So that's one of your senses. You obviously see, touch, hear, probably smell. You're probably not going to taste the key, but yeah, but lick those, the door. <laughs> those senses that way when you leave those senses have already told your brain because that's where memory starts is your senses they've already told your brain it's done so that when you go back and oh yeah of course i locked it i remember it because i remember all the things that happened when i did it same with putting your keys down do the same thing where did i put my keys where did i put my glasses since i started doing that at the behest of this this coach I never lose my glasses anymore. I may have set them down where they're not. It's not convenient, but I know where they are because I remember putting them down. If I'm not mindful when I put them down, I may forget. But generally speaking, yeah. I don't. Yeah, it's about mindfulness. And that's where you're with this idea of meditation. It's going to help you be more mindful because then you can focus on something. It's all about focus. So that's the first thing I recommend to people who are starting to have some kind of subjective cognitive decline that's even one stage before that's when you yourself notice it mild cognitive decline is when maybe your spouse or your your significant other or your kids or somebody else notices hey you're forgetting words like you're you're struggling to find a word and that happens a lot especially when you're so busy or stressed so that that's a sign and that means you need to start action now and keep, and keep in mind too guys like the biggest hurdle that most people are going to face in these early stages is ego oh and denial it's ego and denial ego denial ego oh i don't have it and they just keep putting it off putting it off putting it off just like people are like they're doing the same thing with their health and it's just another part of the health i watched my grandfather go through this this alzheimer's deal and he was like like you know i don't mean to pick favorites but he's like one of my favorite people in my whole world i loved him out of all my I, probably because he was into baseball and so was I and we just hung out and he was funny and we fished together. He just did all the things that I liked and we were just like buddies, you know, and he was my grandpa and um, strong dude um, splitting firewood. We got actually had a little golf course behind his house in South Dakota, um, a little two hole thing he made out in the woods and the pine trees. And we'd hit golf balls back and forth and hang out. And I watched him in the last seven years of his life, not know who he was, even though his body was physically strong. And that's when I made a decision when I found out about actually chemtrails and these heavy metals going up the orifactory nerve into the brain, uh, leading to, you know, another reason that the brain's not working. I'm like, I am not going to go out like that. 
you know, I personally do not want to go out like that. So I got off my butt big time and we actually created a formula for this called toxin detox. It was actually Dr. Treadway. He had two formulas. Um, for those that don't know about it, it was originally for depleted to re to remove the depleted uranium out of soldiers because Dr. Treadway is a former Marine and one of his buddies from the Marine Corps was a VA doc. And the VA doc was literally telling him that these soldiers were coming in and they were dying of depleted uranium poisoning. Yet as a VA doctor, medical doctor, he was not allowed to diagnose nor treat it because it was caused by the U S government themselves. Like, cause they put depleted uranium on the tank rounds. They're blowing up other tanks and stuff. Soldiers on the ground are sweeping areas and doing stuff and they're breathing this stuff in and it was killing them. And so they were kind of stuck. So Dr. Treadway made these two formulas and long story short, we have it. It's called toxin detox. We put it into one. But even people that live in those villages and stuff now, like all the kids are getting, I believe it's like lung cancer yeah. because of that, and, because and, of that stuff. And birth defects, lots yeah. of birth defects. Yeah. Yeah. Having, having a lot of issues and stuff. So I have a personal, this, this, this brain health matter stuff is very near and dear to me because of what my grandfather went through. And, and then also living with people, two dementia people that were in their early nineties. Um, you don't want to go there. No. Right. No. So I, I just trust me. You don't even, I, Please, if you don't believe anything else I've ever said, <laughs> you don't want to go through this process yourself. And if you see yourself, you know, we're human beings, not being mindful. I, I still forget stuff. Where the hell's that? And I'm like, I really think about like, oh, I put it there. But sometimes I can't remember and I, I got to figure out stuff. But if other people especially start noticing that you're forgetting words and stuff, man, this is like, and I don't even, don't even wait for that. No, just assume that in this polluted, crazy, stressed out world we live in, def deficient nutrient that that's that, that's a really high probability for everybody. Just like being sick or having cancer is a very high probability. If you stay lazy and you go with status quo and just sit back and don't worry, we'll take care of you. Here's a pill. So most people listening to the show are not in that camp. Like if there are some new people yeah. coming in, as we have a lot of people coming in that are new all the time. Um, maybe you're new to the show. It's like, I'm just telling you, don't wait. Like you're so worth it. God does not make mistakes. Creation does not make mistakes. You're here for a reason. And the reason isn't to suffer. That is a mm -hmm. valid choice. If you want to suffer and create contrast for people like me and Kate, so that it motivates us to keep doing what we're doing, that's fine. But I think there's enough of it out there. We don't need any more people suffering. There's plenty. Join us, be the light, heal yourself and be a, be a light to your, to your, uh, your family and your community. By, by getting like, I, I love what you said. I say it all the time is get off your butt and, and start loving yourself. Forget about what everybody else says to hell with them, to hell with your family, everybody yeah. start taking care of yourself. If you really want to love your family, love yourself and give them permission slips to start loving themselves. And don't okay. listen to doctors who tell you that it's perfectly normal to lose your memory. Please don't accept that. Do ah, not because it, it is not, we do, we are not meant. I know many, many, I had a, a a harp student who was 92 years old when she came to me to learn harp and she did just <laughs> fine. Thank you very much. And, and, you know, I look at her and her, she was sharp as a tack. I've met so many elderly people who are sharp as tacks. We are not meant to lose our memories. It happens because of lifestyle choices and obviously toxins. There is a, a very small percentage of um, genetic component, but it's like less than 5%. Everything else we have control over. 
So we need to do that. And and detoxification is a huge deal, like you said, yeah. not just from uranium, from the water, the glyphosate, all the crap that's in the food everywhere. That is a big thing. But we can take control as much as possible, right? We're not going to be able to have 100% pure air. We're not going to have 100% pure water. But because we're looking after all of the other things, we're going to have a degree of cognitive reserve that many other people aren't going to have. We can do this. We can absolutely do this. Nobody has to die with dementia. Yeah. All right, Kate, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back. I want to just keep talking more about what we're talking about. This is, uh, we'll keep going through those different stages and how people can, um, you know, in a lot of cases, hopefully improve their situation, if not completely reverse it. We'll be right back. The average person today is carrying around 6 to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaque in the small and large intestine. That's gross, but worse, it's super unhealthy. That is why we created Gut Detox Formula. This ancient 1,000-year-old formula from India gently micro-cleanses the intestines, removing all of that funk and gunk and junk that is destroying your health while leaving your good bacteria behind, which is part of your immune system. And there is no diarrhea like most gut detox products, and it's made with the same chemical-free body promise, no stimulants, 100% nature, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, health heroes? Tim James here. I am back with our guest today, Kate Kunkel with Brain Health Matters. All right. We were in the heat of the battle there. We're, we're getting fired up. <laughs> Like, as you know, it's like, I don't want to see people suffer. I mean, that's what it boils down to. It's like, I'm done with all of it. And I see the solutions as being so simple. And this stuff doesn't have to be complicated. So you might be thinking to yourself, oh, vibroacoustic therapy and brain health. It's like, so, I mean, we could go back, but I want to get on that because we, we were talking about, you know, people that are healthy now, then the people that are early stage, moderate stage and late stage. The bottom line is like, Everybody be, can be helped at some level. Now, the yes. late stagers, they might be too far. Some of them might be too far gone, and yeah. that's it. But And that's it. Okay, there's not much you can do with that kind of stuff. And I, I've learned that in my practice for a long time, too. All right, so we talked about that. All the things are kind of the same. So what is it that we do? So how can we right. take the people that are listening? I was like, okay, Kate, what can I do for me that's simple right now? Uh. What are the simple things that I can start doing to do vibroacoustic therapy to help myself um, so I don't have brain dementia and all this other crap that's going on? Well, I don't know if you need vibroacoustic therapy. You, you need music. I absolutely believe that everybody should be um, surrounded with music, either in listening to it or making it. Um, we're not all going to have access to vibroacoustic devices, but we are um, able to create sound. We're able to... I've got a great thing that you can do that's sort of like vibroacoustic therapy, but it's it's something you've got right here in your throat. It's called humming. Mm. Every single one of us, if you can, if you've got a throat, mm -hmm. you can hum. And we know that humming stimulates the vagus nerve, which is the information superhighway from our brain to our gut and vice versa and everywhere else. If we can stimulate that, we can get into the parasympathetic nervous state and we can help ourselves be healthier just by humming. Not just humming normally, like uh, mm -hmm, around, but actually mindfully humming, thinking about it, taking a nice deep breath 
and exhaling with the hum. And it can be a tune or it can be, but to really breathe it and exhale with a hum. It is so powerful. As long as you can, as long as you can exhale, do it six or seven times, anytime during the day. And of course, the more you sing, hum, um, chant, if you're into chanting, there are all those things are helping with the vagus nerve. And that is the easiest thing you can do. Anybody can do it anywhere, anytime. That's number one. If you want easy, that's it. So then a lot of the indigenous people, Native American Indians, they were doing a lot of talk, chanting, humming, singing. It's like they do it all the time. They didn't, they were doing vibroacoustical therapy. I noticed that when I get on Craig's vibrational cushion, I literally, I start humming the notes. I'm going along with it. I don't know why I started doing that, but I just like, wow, this is good. And I was like, wow, this is probably really good for, uh, and then I would sing too notes. And I'm like, this is just like singing therapy. I'm probably getting, I'm going to become a better singer of it. I didn't think of it though, as stimulating my vagus nerve. Well, of course it would be like, of course. I'm like, as soon as you said that, I'm like, Durr. like <laughs> I know this, but I wasn't even thinking about it. So that's really important. Now you, you mentioned something, you mentioned a very important word by, by humming. And that was parasympathetic. Okay. And just to clarify, cause if you're new, I, that's a long, big word. That just means rest and rest digest and mode, right? Rest and relax, rest and digest mode, chill out mode of your nervous system. So it's your nervous systems. There's these, there's these two places like it can go. It can go to parasympathetic. That's the rest and digest, rest and chill out, rest and relax. Okay. Parasympathetic. And then you have the sympathetic that is fight or flight stress. Okay. Fight or flight and stress. And there's a purpose for that. And there's chemicals that are released so you can run and fight and flight. Now, the problem is, is if you get these sympathetic nervous system kicked in, you get the stress kicked in, the adrenaline kicked in, and the cortisol spiking, and you don't run or fight, those, talk, those chemicals, instead of being used to give you extra superhuman energy to run and fight, now become a toxic soup, and they destroy your health, period. This is the why I am adamant that the first thing that you need to do when you have stage four cancer, you want to lose 42 pounds, you have headaches, you have gastrointestinal issues, you have MS, you have dementia. The first thing you need to do is learn how to calm your nervous system and leave a chilled out life. That is number one, because if you don't do this, you are not going to heal. So what she's talking about here is another strategy. This is a big, I just want to make a big point of this because this is a golden nugget that I didn't want you guys to slip up on. This is a strategy to reduce your nervous system, especially for those that are new that are, um, are not really knowing how meditation works and how to calm the nervous system through meditation. Humming, like, okay, I get it. That should be really as I can hum my way to happiness, right? And a yep. stress-free life. You and really then, can. Yeah. So, okay, I made a big point, Kate. Keep going. That's good. So humming is one. Another is mindfully eating. And this may sound really strange, but you, saw, you talked about the parasympathetic nervous state. That's the rest, relax, and digest. Yes. If we've got all kinds of other stuff going on, and think about where you're eating. How many people eat at roadhouses or other places where there's a lot of noise or in your house, there's a TV going sports or there are bars. kids arguing sports bars. Exactly. That is so bad for digestion. It's because firstly, you're not in the rest, relax and digest state because you're in that 
place where all that energy is flying at you, all those sounds are flying at you. There's probably a game going on in one corner, loud music going on in another, and everybody's talking loud so they can get over all that other noise. What is that doing to your digestive system? So that's a big, important thing. And then you're, you're talking with people, you're listening to something, you're watching the game and you're shoveling the food in that's probably got additives and preservatives in it. And then you're, you are, that is not mindful eating. It's really important to take the time to eat mindfully. Set your fork down between mouthfuls. I'm sure your mom told you that. Don't shovel your food in your mouth. Sit up straight. Your posture is another huge deal. Sit up straight. Eat mindfully. Taste every morsel. And then when you do that, you're automatically going into the parasympathetic nervous state because you're paying attention. You're really enjoying what you're eating. It's going to give you much more nutrition because you're eating it mindfully. Your, your whole system is going to be more relaxed. So that's the other thing. And you know how you want to practice that? And I love this, this exercise I do with my students in Tune Up Your Brain. We take a piece of chocolate that's in a wrapper. It can be a chocolate bar or something I think something you got everybody hooked already. You said chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. Everybody, it's one we're, of my we're all favorite. paying attention now. <laughs> Unwrap it. So here's, here's that five senses thing coming in again. So you hear the crinkle of the paper. As you're unwrapping the chocolate, you smell the chocolate, right? Right away. You see that luscious brown, you bite into it. So you've got the texture in your, your, between your teeth. And as you swallow, you've got the taste. You have all the senses going. When you start practicing to eat, whether it's a piece of chocolate, a, a strawberry, an orange, anything like that, when you practice doing that mindfully, you will change how you eat. And it will make a big difference in how healthy you are. And it will certainly make a difference in your in your nervous system. Yeah, that's another right. quickie. All right. So I got the takeaway is, is have chocolate first. <laughs> you can do that if you want, as long as it's not full of sugar or, or uh, what, what's that horrible? Yeah. Or one of those horrible uh, artificial sweeteners. <laughs> yeah. Like saccharin, high fructose corn syrup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So brain health basics, um, strategies, surround yourself with music, even when you're eating, but not like, you know, heavy metal rock music, right? Be cl no, classical, no. very classical. Calm. Right. Or, or unstructured, cool. like we used to call it new age. I don't know what they call it now, but just something that's unstructured because you don't, you don't, you don't want to have no like music. a beat or no, or music. no music, even better. Or just yeah, even although some, for some people, they can't turn off their brain. So it's nice to have music. I understand okay. that a lot of people just can't go there in silence. So nice, calming music, however that um, that is for you. Okay, humming, get it's calm, humming. calm, get the vagus nerve working, calming everything down, getting yourself into rest and digest mode, uh, right. mind, mindful, mindful eating, eating, right, um, right, sit, sit up straight. What else? Anything? Uh, you know what? The other thing is um, grounding. Too many people never get their feet on the ground with bare feet. You know, it's really important. Get your fingers mm. in the soil. Rat, hug a tree. I, my my ex-husband always used to tease me because I was always hugging trees. He called me tree-hugging hippie, and I am. But you can when you hug a tree, 
with your bare arms your or your your hands touching the tree you are actually getting the microbes from that tree when you're digging in a garden you're getting the microbes which improve your gut your your microbiome when your feet are flat on the ground not only are you dealing with the, you know getting the electrical charge from the earth which we need and hardly anybody has anymore take your shoes off put your feet in the in the sand on the ground we need to be grounded to the earth we're earthlings so ground you know besides helping your gut health because you're pulling up the nutri the microbes from our mother earth you're also getting the benefits of the electrochemical um structure of the earth that's awesome all right so those are some great tips uh we've talked about grounding before it's very important right it's just it's just so important i'm grounding right now even though i'm in um uh my trailer in my office right now i have a mat right here that's plugged into the ground mm -hmm. so i'm yeah. always grounding i have grounding sheets like it's like why wouldn't you do this you know and all, all we do is basically over here like our coaches we just teach our lifestyle um what we're doing and let other people implement it and and then they get the same results pretty much i mean that's just it's not really that hard <laughs> It's, that's what I say. That's what I say to everybody. Else. This is not rocket science. We're earthlings. We're living here on earth. We've got all of these wonderful things at our disposal, including music. Why not take advantage of them? Okay. So wrapping up here, let me go back to here it is. So brain health matters. Uh, so she didn't do brainhealthmatters.com. She did brainhealthmatters.today. She took that yeah. one because she, she wants you to your brain health matters right now. Like if you're listening exactly. to this, it's like, no, you know, I'll do that when I'm 60 or when I'm 80, like mm, might not be a good idea because you might not remember how to do it. <laughs> right. That's right. Today. So, uh, that, that could be a problem. So use your brain now while it's still working. Um, and maybe if you're listening to this, especially for those of you out there that are dealing with somebody with dementia or Alzheimer's um, and you're in the middle of that, you know, our, my, I know our, both of our hearts goes out to you and we hope that there's something we're we know there's stuff here that's going to help you. Uh, we just want to inspire you to take action on it. So let's just talk really briefly about uh, vibroacoustic therapy. Um, is there something specific or, or do you just recommend, you know, we talk, you talked about how this tuning fork, that's a form of vibroacoustic therapy. Um, mm -hmm. Craig Goldberg has the in harmony stuff. Was there any other vibroacoustic therapy things that you promote or you use in your life? I mean, you can use like some people do um, like they have sound bowls or something as long as it's right on oh, the yeah. body sound sound bowl, sound bath is completely different, right? Because the sound isn't directly on your body. But if you've got like I, I go to a fellow up here in, on the coast and he has all these amazing bowls and he puts them directly on your body and has them vibrating. So that's another way to get vibroacoustic therapy. But vibroacoustic therapy by its very definition is only from 20 hertz to 120 hertz. So it's pretty low. It's like the low end of the harp or the low end of the piano because it actually makes you vibrate. So it's not like other frequencies, which are higher, like our organs are much higher. They're at 432 or 680 or whatever. So wait so a minute. So like, I, I absolutely, I mean, I love sound bowls. I love gongs so I, I one of my favorite things was like going to these sound baths and mm -hmm. i would get as close to that freaking gong as i possibly could now i don't know how it works but i like i could feel it but are you telling me that i that i would actually like somebody four feet away hammering on a gong 
Is that different than me holding that's a not singing ball? Yeah, that's not vibroacoustic therapy. It's sound therapy. Oh, okay. But vibroacoustic therapy, by its definition, means it's actually on your body. Oh, okay. Sound therapy is the sound waves. You can hear them Got and it. feel Got them. It. Right. So that's that was yeah, that's that's important. Um, I like both. Um, so it's just a yeah. whole nother level, and you're actually vibrating the cells. And you know, actually, people do this in like qigong. I like when I teach um, uh, yoga, yin yoga classes, which I love to do. Um, then you know, we have them do the qigong bounce, right? Bup, bup, yeah. bup, 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 just and it's just moving the cells in the blood, uh, oxygenating them, moving the body. It's crazy. You can, you guys, you can literally just sit there, bend your knees slightly, and bounce your heels up and down. Kind of bounce. Make sure you're bouncing your elbows, your hips, and your knees. You sit there and pop, 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 and you bounce on a hard surface or out in the ground, even better because you could be grounding barefoot and, and then you stop and then I just have them stop and not and freeze and don't move and just feel it. You literally feel the energy. Like you charge yourself up in like two minutes, yeah. like in two minutes, you're creating vibrate vibroacoustic therapy. So that's, I, I didn't know how much vibroacoustic therapy I was doing. I guess I've been doing a lot of it. That's really cool. <laughs> you got my tuning forks, Qigong. Yep. yep. <laughs> Sound mat. So that's and really if cool. You, pe people who play instruments that lay against their body are also getting the benefit of it because like my harp, it's against my body. It's against my, my chest. And as oh. I pluck the strings, they're vibrating. If you're playing a cello and you're holding it between your legs and you're, you're getting vibroacoustic therapy that way too. Yeah. And my guitar, I can actually tell you, it's like, this is, this is so cool. I've been playing guitar for five years. I noticed it yesterday, and I think I've noticed it a few days before. Literally, literally, it's it was it reminded me of the exactly the same thing as like, like my food addictions. Like I, I I'm a food addict, and I think pretty much everybody else is. I'm just a recovering food addict. But there's certain things like you, know, you were talking about biting into something and the texture, and you know what that's like, and maybe you're hungry, and there's that yearning for it. There's like this yearning. Yesterday, um, I, I, I didn't play my guitar very much at all the last couple of days. In fact, I didn't even have it out of the case. I had my other guitar in the other house. I was dinking on it a little bit. But I'm like, I gotta, I'm going to play. And I think I did 11 songs in a row last night, just straight through. And then did some other stuff. But before I did that, I literally felt a craving to, to hit the guitar strings and get my hands on the, I felt like a, it was like a food craving. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I have got to satisfy. I was like, and it was a, it was a, it was a good feeling. It was a wanting of this goodness. I can't even explain what it was. I'm like, I got to get in there. It was like, bite. it was literally like the feeling was like I was biting into chocolate, just thinking about plucking the guitars and feeling it and feeling that frequency and stuff like that. Yep. And it was, it was really cool. And I know I've had that happen a couple other times, but yesterday was the first time where I was really like, I actually because instead of my busy life, I paused for a moment and created some space and then really, really took some time to really analyze what I was going through. And it was really profound for me. It was really profound. And I was like, well, this is, this is kind of cool too. I'm, I guess I'm literally really getting into the guitar. Yeah, like I, you I'm, are. I'm, I'm part of the guitar, which is kind of cool. Okay. So let's talk about brain health matters, your website dot today. Um, so what I found out here was like, you have a podcast. Uh, it looks yeah. like it's, uh, what's the podcast it's called? Brain Health Matters. Okay. Brain Health Matters. Great. Um, so guys check out Brain Health Matters, her podcast. She has books. Um, 
the musical brain, the vegan brain, and the one that's probably the uh, the musical brain, the musical yep. brain. That was that was the one because that's right in our topic today. She's got another one called "Don't Let the Memories Fade." You can see them all there on the website, uh, the musical brain podcast, and and then she also has programs. So there's a tune up your brain program. That's music. my favorite. It's so much fun. My music, mindfulness, um, meditation, and movement. We talk about all of those things, and we get creative with doodling and all awesome. kinds of cool things. It's a it's a, it's a five week group program. She got another one. Looks like starting in September. Um, there's build a better brain. So there's, she has one on one coaching, uh, powerful personal coaching program that empowers you to adopt a brain healthy lifestyle. Cool. I might have to see if you'd want to be one of our coaches. Kate. Yeah. Um, just, um, and then vibroacoustic therapy, the practitioner's course. This is one that I was interested in. This right. is the one that, uh, that, uh, Craig, Craig took. that Craig took, um, mm -hmm. which is really cool. All right. So you're, you're certifying people. This would be great for somebody, not only for themselves, this vibroacoustic therapy practitioner's course, but for those of you that are dealing with, um, a family member with dementia or Alzheimer's. Um, getting certified in this course, very inexpensive, and you could do it. And how long does it take to take the course and get certified? You can get it done as short as six weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it'd be totally uh, worth it for uh, what you can, you know, <laughs> just being able for to have a, con having a yeah. conversation with your, your mom or dad longer, aunt or uncle or whatever, or maybe get them to the point where it's not a problem anymore. And then they get their brain back and then they can take the course. <laughs> that, <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be awesome. But you know, but you know what I loved about it is like, not only do you have, and I'm sure in your courses, but you, I know that you are completely legitimate just talking to you, but you, you kept going back to, you know, it wasn't just like, oh, I've got this one little magic bullet thing for you that I'm trying to sell you. You kept going mm -hmm. back and telling people the hard stuff that a lot of a medical doctors are not willing to tell people. It's like, look, you have to clean up your diet. You have to breathe fresh air and you have to breathe clean air. You need to ground. You need to get out in nature. You need to work on your gut microbiome. Uh, love yourself. Be mindful when you eat. It's like these are things that like it takes effort on the part of the human, but nobody else is going to change your life for you. Nobody else is going to get you out of the situation. Like going to somebody and then ha handing you a pill is not the solution, right? Maybe in an emergency situation. Okay, yeah, all right, but not, definitely not long term. You know, if you've been on a pill for 15 years, like how much longer are you going to be on that thing? Right. Yeah. So and what's and it doing to you in the, in the process? Think of all the stuff it's doing to your gut, to your, like, whoa, so many side effects. Right. And of course, I'm not a doctor. We don't claim to be always want to be on your doctor's care when you're changing diet, lifestyle, any of that kind of stuff. Obviously that would be a smart thing to do, but it's like, you have to take the reins and be like, you know, hey, doc, like this is where I'm going. I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to get off these medications. I'm going to get my health back. I'm going to boost my immune system. I'm going to boost my brain health. And I am making my health a priority. And if that doctor's like, absolutely, let's do it. That's the person you want. If they're like, well, I think you better just, you know, there's not a lot you can do. You should sit back and just <laughs> keep taking a pill. Then you need to fire them, right? Because yeah. they've already failed you. They've literally yeah. failed you and they've literally failed themselves. They literally fail. So no matter why they got into the industry, maybe they got in to help people. They're now part of the broken system and they're not going to help you. They're not going to help you thrive and wake up and feel good. It's just not going to happen. Um, a lot of people don't remember this or know this, Kate, but Hippocrates said, the father of medicine said, let thy food be thy medicine 
and thy medicine be thy food. But something else that he also said that, so that one gets a lot of, you know, airtime out there. Everybody kind of knows that one. But he also said, he who is not his own doctor is a fool. He who is not his own doctor is a fool. And so let that ring and resonate with you. Let the vibrational acoustic therapy of my voice, hopefully if you're holding on to a speaker, resonate with you that don't be a fool anymore. Put your health as a priority. You deserve to have a kick-ass life and to feel good and not to be in pain and always struggling. The process of getting well should only take you a year or two, maybe three years, and then you should have a life. And you're, you shouldn't have this constant process of always getting well and always having all these issues and blah, blah, blah. And some of you out there, your disease has become you. Mm. And, I, and I understand that it might be the only way you're getting attention in life. And I promise you that if you take responsibility for all aspects of your life and you make your health a priority, the attention will come in a much better way. And you'll actually not only just get attention, but the attention will be people looking at you and going, wow, I can't believe what she's done. I can't believe what he's done. I want to do what they're doing. You're literally going to become the inspiration to people around you. So Kate, is there anything else that you'd like to leave the listeners with as we conclude? You're not stuck with the brain you have. You can always make it better. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate you coming on. Um, I'm looking forward to hopefully uh, uh, contributing to your show. And I hope you guys will go over and check her out. I'll put this in uh, the link down below, brainhealthmatters.today. That's brainhealthmatters.today. Uh, check out her programs, her books and that kind of stuff and her podcast, uh, Brain Health Matters. Um, and I want to also just God, I want to send some love out to the to the listeners. I it's, thank you guys so much for showing up, um, for listening, for subscribing to this show. Um, more importantly, sharing it and doing that and sharing it with other people. Um, I know that everybody listening here probably has somebody that they know or knew of that had a brain brain issues, and I know that you know somebody has a brain. <laughs> so, and if you don't, um, if everybody in your family is brainless, then let's start with you. Let's get you going. <laughs> And uh, maybe you can be that light for them. So anyway, just a lot of gratitude and love out to you guys for, for tuning in and sharing this and helping us to grow our podcast. We're still one of the fastest growing. Uh, they call it alternative health podcast on the, the, you know, the, the channels and stuff, but we are the natural health message. We are the, the message for the working class people to become your own doctor and learn to self feel. So we just, again, we want you guys to wake up and feel real good and, and tap into your consciousness. And as we do this as a collective, this is how we're going to shift. We're going to get away from everybody fighting and war and all the bullshit and everybody can thrive in all aspects of their life. So until next time, change yourself, change your world, and I'll see you guys again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening again to the Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world, and we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs>